time. This is your host, James B. of Faith and Fitness Podcast, featuring topics on nutrition, fitness, and health. Discussion and content will range from motivational tips to exercise technique to help a person embrace a healthier lifestyle. This episode, we plan to help you be successful on your fitness journey, giving you the tools that are needed. The first thing your goal is to attempt, and I'm going to use the word attempt, to get at least eight hours of sleep. But uh, in today's climate, it's hard to get eight hours of sleep. So let's say five to six hours of sleep. Because you have to get your sleep so you can deal with getting in your training sessions or your work day. And if possible, try to get your sessions, sessions in in the morning. But if you have to get them in the middle of the day or in the evening, that's, that's fine. Secondly, let's start making time for ourselves. And making time for yourself, which many of my clients talk about, they got to do this for that family member or another family member, or they always helping others. It's not selfish to make time for yourself. We all know of the example of when we're on an airplane and a flight attendant would share the different rules of the flight. And they will mention the air mask where you put the mask on first and then you put the the child mask on. So that's not being selfish because we know the average child may not know how to put the air mask on on a plane. So we're instructed to put our mask on as an adult and then put the mask on the child. So I'm, I'm using this as an example because there comes a time where if you're not taking care of yourself or you're mostly just taking care of others, then what about you? Who's going to take care of you? And what I've learned through these years, most people who take time for their self, get in some exercise or training, attempt to eat halfway decent on their nutrition, they live pretty good, healthy qualities of life. So make time for yourself. So if you you have the type of life where you're working all day and then you don't have time for yourself, the best thing to do is put your travel bag in the car where you got your your workout gear, your sneakers, a change of clothes. So certain days if you had that energy, and it can be impromptu where you just decide, I'm going to the gym today, I'm going to the fitness studio, I'm about to train, or I'm about to walk or run. So I always keep you a travel bag and make sure that in that travel bag, you, uh, you invest in weightlifting gloves, a weight belt, so you can protect your back. 
uh, get you some running shoes as well as some shoes I call training your legs shoes. The shoes that have a hard bottom, so if you're doing squats and deadlifts, you'll be able to support your feet with those shoes. So keep you some gear in the trunk at all times. Another thing on being successful on this journey is meal prep. I hear all the time where people go without eating breakfast, recognizing that that's the most important meal. So if you have a busy week, prepare your meals, say on Sunday night, where you can meal prep for three or four days in one sitting. So say if you got your baked chicken and you got your your vegetables, your sides, and you have your containers, and you're able to put your food in the containers and then put it in the refrigerator, like say your lunch or your early dinner, to make sure you're eating what you're supposed to eat on this journey. So then uh, when you get up to fix your lunch, you just take one of the containers and then have your water bottle or if you made a smoothie, have your smoothie in, in one of those bottles that keep it cold and you're well on your way. So uh, I suggest that you meal prep where you fix your meals three, four days out. And if you're one of those people who be out of town a lot, the first thing I suggest so you can get your sessions in is uh, book a hotel that has a training facility on site or they give you access to go off site to a training facility. Whenever I'm out of town on vacations or for business, I make sure that the hotel that I stay in has a training facility on site or they give me access to an off-site facility. Because when, you, when you're out of town, especially a lot of times you have more time after your meetings with your job or even on vacation where you can put in that additional hour and 10 minutes or hour and 30 minutes towards your fitness journey. So start scheduling these type of accommodations when you go out of town. I also want to talk to you a little bit about the different things you need to put in place to be successful on this journey to know what your numbers are with your physician. So if you hadn't been to your physician or don't have a physician, make an appointment to get you a physician and you should go to the doctor at least once every six months. Um, I have been in conversation with a couple of people who never go to the doctor and they're just winging it. Some of them are diabetics where they don't check their blood sugar. They just say if they feel funny, they know they need to stop eating, and that's not that's not good for any of us. So the first line item on that portion on the 
health and wellness side is know what your numbers are. Know what your blood pressure is. Ask your doctor to check your A1C so you'll know what your range is or whether or not you're diabetic or pre-diabetic. So just like when, when it comes to your blood sugar, you know, know that 130 is the suggested number of when you should eat a meal and never let your blood sugar get under 70. Know that pre-diabetic is when your A1C is above 6. So you can start doing what you need to do with your nutrition to be successful on your fitness and health journey. Also, during that doctor visit, get a synopsis. Have your physician share with you different ways that you can be more successful on this health and fitness journey. So if you have high blood pressure, get that, have that synopsis done where you'll know what you need to do to get your blood pressure to be level. Also, know what your family history is. Um, I myself came into a situation in 2017 that I found that, that out that diabetes was in my family. I had never known that diabetes was in my family. So find out from your family members what's your family history. Know if you have high blood pressure or different forms of cancer or diabetes. Know, you know, know what, what your family history is. Also, to be successful on this fitness and health journey, be mindful of different medications. Be mindful of the side effects of certain medications. Uh, I'll give you a simple medication that we all tend to uh, frequent. Let's say Aleve, Aleve gel caps, Advil, Tylenol. If you, if you take in too many Advil, it could lead to problems with your back, your kidneys, and things like this. So be mindful of what or some of the side effects of certain medications. You know, I've had to talk to certain clients about not taking Advil every time they feel a pain. Sometimes if you just do some stretching or take in water, because you know your body is 3-4 water, that can uh, help with lower back pain. Or make sure that you do stretching. Like say when you get out of bed in the morning, don't just jump out of the bed. Do a couple of stretches for two or three minutes to get your blood circulation. Same thing with supplements. A lot of times we'll take multiple supplements just based on word of mouth or what's considered popular and not really know if those supplements fit what we need. Uh, one of my key supplemented, supplements that was recommended to me some years ago was vitamin D. So that's one of the supplements that I make sure that I take in.
I also take in zinc. You know, zinc is, is very helpful when it comes to a lot of the different viruses and things that we're dealing with today. I also take in Centrum. Uh, I take in vitamin C. So, you know, be well aware of the supplements that you need for your body or even just for your well-being. Also, to be fully successful on this health fitness journey, identify your strengths. Identify your weaknesses. The majority of us don't recognize that most of our weaknesses are the reasons why we're not successful with, say, being as in tune or consistent with our fitness and our training. If you identify your physical weaknesses, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Say your physical weakness is you have bad knees. So then what you need to do is do movements where you make can sit down and stretch out your knees, not stand on your feet. But you can also always figure out a way to be successful on this journey. Some of your weaknesses may be mental to where you just don't want to do anything in regard to your health and wellness. So jot down your, 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 your weaknesses. Jot down the mental side or the emotional side or the social side. From time to time, I have clients who don't really like to train in, around a lot of people or in groups because they feel like they're being judged. So... Know what your weaknesses are, then do your best to identify the right environment for you to be successful on this journey. So if you if you know you, you don't like to really train around a lot of people, just find you a place to train where you can be more successful, where there are more like-minded people around you. And in regard to your strengths, don't just focus on your strengths. So just like if you're having a problem with your stamina and endurance, there's no need to always just do weight training. Do movements that require your body to be independent. So train yourself to learn how to do push-ups, modified push-ups, where you're on your knees, and I don't call them male or female push-ups. So a modified version of a push-up is when you do the push-up from your knees. And then if you become more advanced, then you can do the push-up from your toes. A modified version of sit-ups, you lay on your back, you bring your knees and your chest, you make movements with your knees towards your chest, and then back to the star position of your hips, where it's like a one-fourth to one-half degree movement to bring your knees to your chest, back to your hips. That's considered a modified sit-up. Then over the course of time, as your core gets stronger, then you can try advanced sit-ups. 
Or just like if you're not able to move around on your knees, you can stretch your knees and your quads by laying on your back, bringing your knees and your chest, crossing your knees one over the other, your legs one over the other, like scissors where you can actually stretch out your knees. And then if you want to stretch your hips, where you're weakening your hips, you can get a mat, lay on your side, and raise your leg straight up at a one-eighth angle where your ankles touch for 10 to 12 reps. Then go to the other side and raise your leg where your ankles touch for one-eighth. Then a second movement, you can bring your knees into your chest where you bend your knee and let your knee come towards your chest and then straighten your leg out. It will stretch out your knees, your quads, and your hips. Then another movement where if you have weaknesses that you can turn into your strengths, you can lay on your abs and bend your knees while you're laying on your abs. And then come up on your knees and do different stretches with your shoulders while you're up on your knees. So there are so many ways you can modify and turn your strengths into your weaknesses. And also there are so many ways that you can enhance your strengths. So I just want to, in this episode, give you some other resolutions on how to be successful on this health and fitness journey. This podcast episode was sponsored by DSB Fitness Studio, located at 230 Oxmo Circle, Suite 1107, Homewood, Alabama, 35209 a methodical approach to fitness and nutrition.